0: It's officially grilling season at the Home Depot. So don't miss Memorial Day savings on grills happening now so you can celebrate with a backyard barbecue for the whole block. Step up your grill game and serve up a feast with the next grill 4-Burner Gas Grill with durability to last summer after summer. On special buy, only $199. Get ready for a whole summer of entertaining at the Home Depot. How doers get more done.
1: Stock car racing was born at Darlington. That was the last big blowout of the year, you know, the last big blowout of summer, Labor Day. For these people, it's the World Series, the Kentucky Derby, the Super Bowl, all brought right to their hometown.
2: I have to admit, I felt pretty special knowing that my granddad built this place. It's like a portal to another world. They had a jail in the infield. It was a rough crowd. It's little old Darlington, and it's not multi-million dollar
1: skyboxes on top of the grandstands. The pavement's
3: starting to wear out. When you go run the Southern 500, it's supposed to be Southern 500 hot, and that's so hot you can hardly bear it.
4: The custom sheet metalware comes from a 140-mile-an-hour brush with the rail. If it didn't come back with a Darlington stripe, you slap the driver because he's not getting it done. You're always trying to pride yourself in not getting one.
3: That's the kind of racing in the old days you used to see at Darlington.
5: When you really ask drivers where they'd like to win, they all want to put Darlington on their resume. It was only something that
1: you dreamed of that you could win a cup race at Darlington against the very best. I mean, how many flukes of
2: the 500 winners are there? Not many.
4: Hi, everyone, and welcome to NASCAR America Motor Mouse. Marty Snyder, Kyle Petty, and, yes, Dale Jarrett joining you here for the show today. Coming up on the show in a bit, Kurt Busch will join us here in just mere moments. We'll talk about his big new deal for 2022 and also the 20. 20- 21 playoffs as well. Noah Gregson will join us as well. He'll talk about re-signing at JRM. There are going to be five teams. That's crazy. Five teams next year, Kyle, that's, which is that's crazy. crazy to think, isn't it? And also an exclusive behind the scenes with Ricky Stenhouse Jr. from last week, the approach up to Daytona as he tried to make the 2021 playoffs. Fellas, I know we're all fired up for the playoffs to start this weekend in the Cup <laughs> Series at Darlington. You ready for the drive down to Darlington, Kyle? I am always ready for the drive to Darlington, man. Are you- For the ride. I'm on a motorcycle. (laughs) I'm on a motorcycle. I'm on the ride to Darlington.
5: Okay, not for the drive. Listen, Darlington was Daytona before there was a Daytona. Darlington was the place. Darlington was the place my granddad spoke of, my dad spoke of
4: as I was growing up. That was the place you had to win. So I always like going there. Joining us via technology, as you can see, Del Jarrett via Zoom. Good to see you, DJ. And uh, I tell you what, Southern 500, the start of the playoffs. I mean, this has got to be one of the most significant races of the year.
1: Yeah, and uh, the playoffs start at the right spot. Uh, Labor Day weekend and at maybe the toughest test for a driver uh, th- that you have the entire year. Uh, each, each track presents something a little different. But Darlington uh, it is an animal in itself. And, Kyle, I think you might agree with this. They're, we've seen spectacular crashes there that, that are reminiscent of what you see at places like Daytona and Talladega uh, when you crash and tear up cars so much. So uh, the drivers have to, to be mindful uh, of exactly what's there. Plus, they've got some new pa- uh, new pavement down over in turn two. That should be quite interesting.
4: New pavement called the grip strip is what everybody's calling it.
5: Think about about this place. When they first went there, they were running, what, 88 miles an hour, 90 miles an hour? I mean, that was their top speed. It's crazy to think that was the case. It's it's crazy to think that was the top speed, and that's what the track was designed for. It's two lanes. It's basically two, two two-and-a-half-lane or car widths wide. And then you put these cars that are just... Boggles my mind they go through one and two and three and four as fast as they do.
4: Well, DJ certainly knows what he's talking about, a three-time yes. Darlington winner, DJ. So, congrats on that. Boy, Kyle, could they have picked a tougher round one? We were talking about it on a conference call today. You look at the racetracks in this round. I mean, it's Darlington, Richmond, Bristol. Those are all just driver racetracks.
5: Yeah, and and, and I, I think Dale mentioned it earlier. They, they, they're this is where the drivers can make a difference. These tracks, no matter, as we go down this list, and we'll talk about this list later, and we've talked about the speeds the Chevy had, and we've talked about this with the Toyotas and how their, their pluses and minuses and Fords, this is a place where you've got to take the driver into account. You have to put up and say, okay, that's Kyle Busch in that car. I don't care what he's driving. He's mm-hmm. going to be tough. That's Denny Hamlin in that car. I don't care what he's driving. He's going to be tough. So these are. this is around... That drivers will make it out of. Uh, I think when we come out of this first, this very first race, we're going to see who's moving and who's not. Yeah. To me, the problem for a driver, if you don't, if you have an ill-handling car.
1: You can't hide. You can't get out of the way. There's nowhere to, to uh, maybe try to make up a little something there when your car isn't good because you've got cars all around you and the, the surfaces, especially when you look at Bristol and Darlington. Richmond, there's a little bit more room, but not much. And so uh, you can find yourself a lap down in a hurry and in a lot of trouble, and that's not what any of the playoff drivers want. So as KP put it, uh, the drivers can make a big difference, but if they don't have something to drive, uh, then they're in real trouble.
4: Round one, going to be tough, no doubt about it. Kurt Bush joining us in mere seconds. First, though, I want to get to NASCARL, who has called in on the pole position as always, because Kyle has a gift. Look at this, NASCARL. Now that, this, is, this is what Carl gave me. <laughs> Carl, you see it? That's NASCARL's t shirt, everyone. Yes. Welcome yeah. to the country. There it
5: is NASCARL <laughs> country
4: nascar how you doing and we all love seeing yes. you in michigan by the way there's a there's there a is. picture of that's Woo-hoo! what nascar looks like everyone at home yes nascar gave me gave myself gave uh, nate ryan got a
5: t-shirt like this so we're at, we're exclusive i we're just at, got a picture with him and, and I, I was know, good. we're we're, I was happy an, with we're that. an exclusive group <laughs> we're an exclusive group thank you nascar man thank you man i'm great
4: bud? meeting your mom yeah thank you how you doing what's going on what's on your mind today
6: Good, man. I just want to say I appreciate you guys. I know how busy you are, and what you guys and NBC do for me means the world to me, and I really, truly appreciate you guys. You guys mean a lot. Um, We talk about this every year. The drivers, that ain't in the playoffs. Now, they have sponsorships, some fighting for jobs, some doing this. Supposedly, there's an etiquette, but how do these guys drive when they have so much on the line as Well, to these, uh, to these playoff drivers, because I think that's something that's very key in all of this too. Guys that are going for jobs and stuff like that. So, what do you feel their role is? Is how they should drive against the playoff drivers.
4: Great point, NASCAR. And yeah. it's different from other sports, yeah. Kyle. Everybody's still on the playing field. Everybody's still out there. But he, here's the thing: I, th- I think the
5: the we're going to Darlington. We're going to, and Dale said it. You, there's no place to hide. You can't get out of the way, man. It's it's tough. Uh, we're going to Bristol. You can't get out of the way. It's tough. Um, I think this, these first, the first two or three races, the next two or three races after that, I think everybody just races like they always race. Uh, I don't care whether you're in the playoffs, and I'm not. If I'm, and, and I'll go to to, to, Carl's, uh, to Carl's man. If I'm Ryan Newman, I'm still trying to win races, dude. I don't care if you're in the playoffs. I don't, it it doesn't make a difference to me. I'm still trying to win races. As we get to those final eight, as we get to that final race, and there's just four guys. The etiquette and the, and the sportsmanship changes a little bit. I think I give you a break. I let you in line. I let you do certain things that I wouldn't let you do normally. But as we go through these first few races, I think it's still every man for himself. Because as Carl said, these people have sponsor commitments. They have team commitments. Uh, they're still trying to win a race this year.
1: Yeah, and I think most of the playoff drivers, if not each and every one of them, understand that these there are other drivers out there. That's the way this sport is, and they there's a lot for them to to gain uh, in these last ten races. Again, some are are auditioning still to try to get a ride for next year, uh, and they have sponsorships that they're trying to sell. So that um, you understand that you, you hope that as a playoff driver, that they're respectful of of what you're doing, and I think that the rest of the field is that, but they also understand they have to race hard. And and it is racing. It's a competition. And and each race every weekend is something a little bit different. So, yeah, you you do what you have to do. And uh, I think that if the playoff drivers were to ask them something, it would be like, don't put us in a terrible spot uh, to where Mm. it's going to cost both of us something.
4: Yeah, yeah. Good point, no doubt about it. One of the drivers in the playoffs this year, Kurt Busch, and he joins us here on Motor Mouse Now. Kurt, good to see you. Congratulations on the new deal. Congratulations on the playoffs as well as we look at the playoff leaderboard right now. But I know the new deal has you fired up as well. And I remember talking to you when the Ganassi deal first came about, Kurt, and you said that really gave you some fresh energy. Is it kind of the same thing once again, fresh new energy with 2311 Racing and the new gig next year? 100%,
7: Oh, 100%, you know, and it's nice with the timing to get it all wrapped up and try to go into these playoffs with 100% focus these next 10 weeks with Chip Ganassi racing and finishing as strong as we can as a group. A lot of guys still trying to, you know, find a job, find a spot for next year. For me, all that's settled. And I'm trying to be the leader of this group and come out strong and have the best first round that we can at uh, at what I would say. I agree with you guys. This this first round is no joke with uh, Darlington, Richmond, and Bristol. No places to hide. You got to be fast.
5: Yeah, and, and listen, I, I want to get to this year, but we'll get to that in a minute. I want to go back to, to, to next year just for a minute because it is it is big news. This is Kurt Busch in a new situation. You're building another team. You've gone to different teams in the past and, and helped them organize and helped them build. This team has one year under them, their belt. You're also going in there as a driver coach, mentor, leader uh, for Bubba Wallace and, and for, for their team and for their organization, does that put added pressure on you? Because now I'm asking you not only, Kurt Busch, to drive a race car and win races for me, I'm asking you to help me build an organization.
7: Yeah, I'm, I'm, the, the gratitude and the appreciation that I have for this opportunity, it all really started with Monster Energy talking to Toyota and, and working on things behind the scenes. For me, I've been focused with Ganassi and our race car this year. But to start a new team, like you're saying, to have the number 45, thank you, Kyle. This car number hasn't been out there since you drove it. With Adam Petty's Legacy, part of this program, it's special. And, and, and Michael Jordan wanted this number to be with his 23 out on the track together and just – my phone is lit up with congratulation messages and also the people wanting opportunities, people wanting jobs. And this is a new hat for me to wear. And I'm really relishing this opportunity to, to be in this veteran status, to have been with different teams, different manufacturers. I'm really enjoying the fact of putting these puzzle pieces together and finding the right personnel to win races and to put a championship effort together.
1: Yeah, good answer. And congratulations on that. And uh, it's a great hire by them. They couldn't have found somebody better for that organization. But I want to talk about uh, your season. Uh, Maybe didn't start off the way that you wanted to. And and really, you or Ross uh, looked like you struggled some. But the last 12, 14 races, um, you have really put this thing in gear and have yourself in a really good spot for the playoffs. Do you feel like that this first round uh, sets up pretty well for someone with your experience? No, I agree with you, DJ, 100%. Uh, Our beginning of the
7: season, there was so many random things that were happening to us. And we had decent lap time, but we didn't have the the solid pace that it took to get those top fives and to be in contention for wins late in the race. And, man, it was, even Coke 600, we blew an engine and finished close to last. And it's like, what else is going to happen? And since June 1st, that's been when we put everything together. I said to the team, I said, hey, we're going out here and we're aiming to finish 15th. And they said, man, that, that's the craziest advisor. That's the craziest theory I've ever heard of. I go, well, let's just check a solid finish off for once and then get back to those top 10s, get back to those top 5s. And the key thing is with this new matrix for qualifying, where you start, it stems off of where you finished the week before. So once you find yourself in a hole, it just kept getting tougher and tougher to get out of. So the consistency found it, found our found our way, and and then just after that, pit crew's been incredible, top five all year, and then we won Atlanta, of course, and that's the that's the mojo, that's the feeling we have to carry for these next ten weeks.
4: Kurt, we have someone who's called in for you. I believe Chandler has called in to chat with Kurt Bush today. Chandler, go ahead. You're on the line with Kurt.
2: Thank you, Marty. Hello, Kurt. Congratulations on making it into the round of 16. So
6: the final race in the round of 16 is Bristol, and imagine if you were
2: down to the wire, like in the red, way below the cut line. Are you willing to do whatever it takes, whether it's wrecking your brother Kyle and trying to make it into the next
6: round? (laughs) I love it. You know, I hope to not be
7: in that position. We hope that Darlington is a win, or Richmond, or we have enough points stashed up, right? But there's usually just that one guy that's sitting there on the outside of the cut line that has an opportunity to do something crazy, and yes, you have to advance. There's no second-guessing anything, and you have to go for it. So if it's my brother, if it's a teammate with Chastain, if it's the guy that's running in front of me, Hate to be that guy. Watch out. We got to get through the next round.
5: (laughs) All right. So you know, we all know that this is a it's a long season. And and you talk about June 1st and and that commitment and what we're gonna do, what what y'all you guys have done since June 1st. We know a long season is full of streaks. You guys seem to be peaking at the right time. You seem to be coming into your own at the right time. You win Atlanta, you got that mojo. Give me another two or three teams that you look at on the horizon that you think are kind of in the same situation you guys are, that are reaching their peak right as we go into these last 10 races, into the playoffs.
7: Uh, I mean, it's hard to throw exact comparisons, but I'll tell you, the Hendrick guys are strong. The Gibbs guys are strong. Penske has three strong cars. We're right there racing in the top 10 range. If we execute... As a team on our own and, and that's what we have to do is we can't make mistakes we have to be smooth and not get too excited about things but sneaky guys sneaky guys are the ones like harvick who've been racing for points all year reddick racing for points all year they're the ones that are able to go through that first round grabbing those stage points because they've been doing it all year to make sure they get locked in so you got to watch out for everybody uh this this group of 16 guys This is the strongest I've seen it in years. And there's no weak link. I mean, McDowell, yes, he won the Daytona 500. But the first 10 races of this year, he was
1: strong. You can't overlook them. Hey, Kurt, as if Darlington wasn't already uh, more difficult than what a driver really wants to have, uh, they put down some new pavement in turn two. What do you know about that? And what's your anticipation as to how that's going to change things over there? I I found out about
7: it when I was down in South Carolina at the governor's mansion, helping promote the Darlington race and the PR guy, he goes, do you know, they, they repaved a, a patch in turn two. I'm like, okay. Yeah. You guys have been putting in patches for the last few years. You know, cause turn two has such a high load area and the track gets ripped up over there. And he shows me a picture. I'm like, that's not a patch. That that's a landing <laughs> runway of, of, of a quarter mile. I mean, it's going to provide a ton of grip, or it could be as slick as ice. We don't know. And the truck race that's before us, the Xfinity race, that'll help us understand a little bit. But man, again, after COVID hit us, and our sport has done so much to juggle different challenges, and this one's no different than any other, and it just so happens to be the second longest race of the year and to kick off the playoffs. So here we go. You know what? I would rather join you in your pool table room right now.
4: You can really call it the longest race of the year, Kurt, time-wise, effort-wise, all that stuff. Uh, hey, Marvin has called in to chat with you, Kurt. Marvin, you're on the line with Kurt Bush. Go ahead, bud.
3: How you doing, Kurt?
7: I'm doing great. Thanks for calling
6: in. Oh, it's not a problem, man. And uh,
2: congratulations on making it into the round of sixteen. So I know you're looking forward to 2022 and racing with Denny Hamlin and Michael Jordan. But what can we expect this weekend uh, from that number one team and Chip Ganassi this weekend at the track that is too tough to tame?
7: Yeah, for me, uh, I have to compartmentalize a couple different things right now. And, you know, the next year's operations uh, with working with different crew members and finding the right guys and girls to work on our team... (laughs) I kind of cut that off each Wednesday and jump into this race weekend coming up. And so racing with Chip Ganassi Racing, got Ross Chastain as my teammate. Matt McCall is leading this group. Uh, we're going to have a team call tomorrow on race strategy, things that have, that we've seen in the past, uh, what the engineering group is anticipating with the the asphalt change in turn two and you know, we'll have to build some adjustability in the car with possibly pulling some Packer or, or having to, you know, yeah, we got to pull Packer. You got to go on the conservative side. But then race goes into nightfall and the pace picks up. So a lot of things to, to look forward to and to juggle. But this is a playoff opportunity and the mindset has to be that no matter what it takes, you got to get the job done.
4: Hey, Kurt, one more thing real quick on next year. This will kind of, I guess, since the family days, be the first time you're a teammate with your brother. What's that going to be like at the household?
7: You know, at the the time we got to race the KBM nationwide car back in yep. 2012 together, uh, we split all the races. I had half of them, he had half of them, and poor Mike Beam. Mike Beam was a crew back that day. <laughs> He had both both Bushes in the meetings. One was the car owner, and I had to respect the car owner. And then, you know, at the end of the day, I, I got the one win that year for KBM at Richmond, so I ended up with bragging rights. But to tell you the, the honest truth, uh, it would be great to go into the Joe Gibbs Racing boardroom for meetings. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bubba's been there this past year debriefing with those guys and, and understanding more about the – the system, uh, I have to learn the Toyota system, and I have to show respect to everything that's going on currently. So
5: I've, I've got my homework cut out for me in a few different areas. All right. Well, I, I've got one last question. Um, and and we, we've done a lot of these interviews like this. But this the angle that we have you at, does Ashley Knight let you set on the furniture? Is that why you're setting where you're setting? Ju- I just need to know. I just need to know. I, I
7: knew it was going to get called out. I'm in Virginia. Ashley's birthday's tomorrow here at her family's house, and I forgot my tripod. I, I knew it. Ah, uh, okay. My wasn't that good?
4: You still look great, dude. Yeah, man. You still look great. Yes. Congratulations on lamp. the new gig.
7: I got a lamp to put on my
4: bed. That was good. That's good. Good. Look at good, you. A little production good. value. I like yeah. that. Uh, good job, man. Congrats on the new gig. Yeah. Best of luck in the playoffs, and we'll see you in Darlington again. Yeah, okay? Good luck. Yeah. Good Thanks, luck, man. Boy. All right, Kurt Busch, join right, us. Hey, Dick, you're good. Before, before we get out of here, I want one comment from you on them running the 45. You know, It's got to it's be special. It was. To it see was. that. Yeah, it was. It was special to those guys to ask, um, you know,
5: for Denny and those guys to say, hey, what do you think? And it means something to Michael. Obviously, that number is always going to mean something to us. I said it when, when Adam's accident happened and I ended my career in the 45 and I always said, that's Adam's number. I just drive that car. That was his car. Now it's Kurt's number. It's been Michael's number uh, before. So, uh, listen, you couldn't be – to put that number on a car that has a chance at winning races, that has a chance at winning championships, I think Montgomery Lee and Austin and our whole family was, was very
4: happy about it. Very well put. I wanted yep. to get that thought from yep. you before we got out of here on that. Coming up next here on Motor Mouse, Noah Gregson will join us on the show. Also, a sneak peek of the Dell Jr. download with Jordan Taylor. You don't want to miss this.
2: Three great words, free fries, Friday, especially when they're used in that exact order. Get a free medium fries with $1 minimum purchase. Dollar one time on Fridays at participating McDonald's through 12 excludes tax, must update rewards. I've committed myself so much. You know, like when you commit to something, you don't want to ask any questions like, I haven't. I definitely haven't asked enough questions to the doctor sure. to know what I'm going in for here. With what's happening now, like I'm wearing a gown. They're trying to give me anesthesia, and I think he's just gonna take a look at my butt. And uh, so they start. They start rolling me. They start rolling me down the like the hallways. And this nurse comes by. He's like, "Oh, we got a badass!" Like because I was awake, and I'm like, "Like what the heck does that mean now?" Like, I'm like, "I'm like, you think like you think I'm sweating now?" Like I was sweating profusely. Like what is happening? Like, what are they gonna do to me in there? And they're like, like, all right, roll on your side. The doctor's about to come in. I'm like, okay. This like, nurse walks in, like, oh, Jordan Taylor. Oh, you, you're the race car driver. I'm like, oh my, oh my gosh. God. Like, wh- like, what are the chances someone here recognizes a sports car driver? Like, this is just perfect. <laughs> and uh, so I roll over, and they're like, okay. Uh, so he's like, so this is gonna, you're gonna feel a little pressure. So they put the they put the camera in. I'm like, holy cow, this is a colonoscopy, and uh, so like he goes in, and I'm like, just he's like, just watch the screen. I'm like, no, no, it's okay. So I'm like, I'm sitting there, and he's like, and I'm like, the nurse must have noticed I was shaking. She's like, are you okay? And I'm like, is it normal that you need to poop right now? <laughs> is it a normal sensation? <laughs> and, she, and, she's, and the doctor's like, oh yeah, totally normal.
0: recognizing by
5: his face or his ass <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's one of those I'm only kyle comments sorry. dj yeah. this I, is what i wish clar- you were here he didn't clarify that on Zoom he didn't clarify that this is where you save me <laughs> dj and i don't have hey this to, is what i go through every here.
1: single week you just I know. never know yeah he thinks
4: it, <sighs> <laughs> All right,
6: that's what it we came, love
4: about him i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry no, no. <laughs> it is what we love about him isn't it uh Jordan, one of the great personalities in all of motorsports. And uh, you can catch the whole story on the Dell Jr. download coming up this week. So thank you for that comment. Sorry, I sorry, appreciate sorry. that. <laughs> Only Kyle. Only Kyle. Jordan's an awesome guest. Yes, I've been, yes, I've been bugging Dell Jr. Yeah. to get him on for a yeah, while. That was, good. That was uh, good. Let's talk Xfinity Series championship standings and where they stand right now, the playoff leaderboard. Now, don't get confused because Cup playoffs start this weekend, yeah. Xfinity Series does not start until Las Vegas in a few weeks. And there you see how things shape out. Decent little battle there. Riley Herbst has put himself into the playoffs. Can Michael Annette make up those sixty-eight points? I feel like they really thought last week was their shot to gain some of those points. Kyle.
5: Yeah, it, they thought wrong. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. well, it was doing well <laughs> I, until hey, yeah. yes, but I, I really I thought it, it would tighten that race back. I thought right. But listen, I I, I guess I've been so focused on that race. I hadn't paid attention to Austin Cindric and AJ Allmendinger, and that's the big. And thing, that's yes. the race, and that's that the is race. race. Let's move back to the sharp end of the stick because that is the race now. All of a sudden, Austin Cindric has lost that big lead uh, in the regular season. In the regular championship season championship, championship back to vaccinate. Rex,
4: and now AJ Allmendinger is the regular season yes. points leader and a lot of points to go along with that. So speaking of Xfinity Series, Dale Jr. a second ago, some big news this week. Noah Gregson has signed a new deal to drive at JRM for 2022. And Noah joins us now here on Motor Mouth. Congrats on the deal. Dude, five teams next year. JRM is going to be a busy place, isn't it?
6: Well, yeah, it's great to uh, to be back at Junior Motorsports. I'm, I'm very thankful for the opportunity not only from – Dale, Kelly, L.W., um, everybody involved over at Junior Motorsports, but also with uh, with Johnny Morris and Bass Pro Shops and everybody at, at True Timber, Rusty and Page, and and everybody who's involved in this program with Black Rifle Coffee. It, it takes everyone. So, um, you know, we still have a long time to a lot of races left this season and and some stuff to prove. And we're not really where we want to be right now. in the in the point standings, like you guys were just mentioning, but. Um, overall, I'm, I'm really excited to uh, to finish this year out strong and uh, get on to next year. Yeah,
5: yeah and, and you talk about that. I think we started this year, and I, I think a lot of people had, had expectations that this was going to be a great year. This was going to be Noah Gregson's year, uh, but it just didn't materialize early on. What does that do to, to a driver's morale when you think it's going to go one way and you see your teammates competing and you see them having having good fortune, and it seems like every time you... Turn a wheel. It seems that something was happening. Well,
6: I, I think that's a, a good, good thing to look at is, is having fast teammates and, and like you said, them having success. There's, there's both pros to cons. Obviously, you want to be the best guy on the team, but at the same time, you know that Junior Motorsports still has four fast race cars, and when your teammates are successful, that means that uh, that you need to get it going. So, um, you know, it's it's one thing to look at with. Yeah, we have speed in our race cars, but at the same time, you know, I just try and focus on myself and and try to be the best race car driver I can be. And and with that being said, it hasn't gone exactly how we wanted this year to be. Um, You know, I thought we were going to have a breakout season and and multiple wins, but uh, just not to be right now. So we're going to continue to try and get – get our wheels turning i I don't know if we're necessarily a championship contender right now but i think uh i think we can be once we get into playoffs i want the playoffs to start right now and i think uh i think we can show these guys what we're worth
1: so noah with that being said uh, obviously the last 10 12 races have been a lot better a lot more consistent uh in the top five the majority of the time so so that's very solid effort and and once you run there all the time then you find yourself in a position to possibly win uh but how about that the confidence that kyle was just talking about how you get through the the way the early part of the season went uh signing this new deal does that let you relax a little bit say put that to the side all of that's taken care of and let's focus on these next three races and get ready for the playoffs
6: i think it does i think it helps not only myself but But the whole team and our morale as a whole. You know, we're not worried about what we're all doing next year. We're worried about the rest of the season. And so we have some great racetracks coming up for our team uh, starting this weekend off at Darlington. But uh, nonetheless, getting that deal done, it, it takes a lot of pressure off the driver. And there's a lot of sleepless nights. So... But that being said, it's it's one of those things where I can get back to the racetrack, put my helmet on and uh, and prepare during the week without having that in the back of my mind of, hey, am I going to be racing next year or not? I know I'm going to be back full time and, and I can focus on the rest of this year.
4: So, Noah, you mentioned the racetracks kind of left in the regular season, kind of break down the playoffs for the nine team for me. Where do you think your strengths will be and where much your weaknesses be in the twenty twenty one playoffs?
6: Well, it's, it's all going to be challenging, Marty. It's, it's, it's the playoffs. It's NASCAR. And there's a lot of great drivers in our series in the Xfinity series. So we have our work cut out for us, being a little back in points right now from where we want to be. But at the same time, I feel like we have a lot of great racetracks in the playoffs. Last year, we had, uh, had seven races in the playoffs. <laughs> finished top three in six of them, and then dead last in um, one of them at Kansas. And that kept us out of that final four uh, Final four for the championship at Phoenix. So with that being said, I'm excited for them. I think our intermediate program is really strong. Um, we're good at short tracks like Martinsville. Um, we have a second and third place finish there. Last year, I mean, we had those six top three finishes out of the seven. So. It's it's definitely going to be challenging, but I don't think it's something that we can't overcome and in battle and, and be the guy at the end.
5: Yeah, you, you talk about those six top ten finishes or top three finishes uh, out of these seven races. Where, as you look at the playoffs for the Xfinity Series, give me one or two tracks that you say, okay, that's a place I know we're on a little bit of a roll. We can go there. They're circled. We can win there.
6: The Roval and Phoenix.
4: Whoa!
5: Phoenix is a good one. Yeah,
6: Martinsville and Martinsville. You know they're all good. They're all good. Yeah, but those are my those are my top two or three. Probably Phoenix being the best.
1: Yeah, cool. that's a good place to be. The best, no doubt. Uh, <laughs>
6: hey, that you get into that.
1: I like your thinking right there. Hey, Marty mentioned that now five teams uh, at junior motorsports there uh, next year. It, it, do you look at that as a positive? As you, as it takes more people to make all of that happen. Does that make uh, this whole organization stronger?
6: Well, I don't know if they've. Maybe you guys are in I haven't heard anything on five teams. So, um.
4: <laughs> Dale Jr. said it on the air, so I think we all can say that. He did say yeah. it? Okay. Then yeah.
6: maybe um, I haven't heard that, so I just got to follow <laughs> instruction. I'm, uh, but I, I really do enjoy working uh, with, with all the teammates this year at Junior Motorsports and being able to work with Sam, who who just came in halfway through this season, kind of taking him under my wing. <laughs> We work out together throughout the uh, throughout the week and prepare together, along with Justin Nagar Michael Nett, and Josh Berry. Man, those guys are—they're really good race car drivers, and it's—it's it's a lot of fun being able to be teammates with great race car drivers because, uh, you know, you know if you can beat those guys, you're stacking up against some pretty good competition. So, luckily, we all—we're all really good friends. We hang out through the week and uh, and lean on each other and try to make each other better. So. I see uh, I see a lot of success next year in junior motorsports favor and uh, but right now it's my mind's on the end of this year and uh, trying to fight for championship
4: so you mentioned how good you feel like you guys will be at Phoenix I want to ask you about your race team and specifically Dave Ellens your crew chief he has made it happen time and time again in that championship race what does he bring from a leadership perspective and maybe a calmness to the nine team that helps you as a driver.
6: Well, I just feel comfortable with Dave. It's, it's my third year with him and I feel like he's a older brother or a a second dad to me, you know, Um, he's, he's been a great mentor to me. And so um, that friendship and that bond we've been able to create over the last two and a half years, it's been big for myself personally, inside the race car, outside the race car. Um, You know, I really look up to him. And so, being able to spend that time and, and not only Dave, but the rest of our team, we just have such a, a tight bond as a team that, you know, we're on the same page. We, we know what each other are thinking. Most of the time we are almost finishing each other's sentences. So with that being said, it it gives us a little more opportunity to go out there and just have some fun. And, you know, we were prepared when we get to the racetrack for the most part and uh, we're on the same page. So, when we get out there for the race, we've already studied for the test. It's just time to take the test and have a little fun with it. All
4: right, Noah, congrats on the new deal for 2022. We'll see yeah. you Saturday in Darlington.
6: Thanks, gentlemen. Appreciate it. And, uh, and thanks all the fans for all the support.
4: All right. Noah Gregson joining us there after his new deal. He'll be back at Junior Motorsports in 2022. Coming up, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. allowed us to go behind the scenes last week as he tried to make the playoffs at Daytona. Check out that exclusive look next
3: to uh, check in on the donkeys and the longhorns, Give the donkeys and carrots uh, that they love. So just kind of check in on them, check on the new little longhorn that we had probably two weeks ago.
0: With Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot, you can give your lawn or garden beds a pop of color and protection. Right now, get a special buy on Scott's Earth Grow Mulch. Five bags for just $10. Help your soil retain moisture longer with color that lasts up to 12 months. Shop Memorial Day savings for a special buy on Scott's Earth Grow Mulch. Five bags for just $10 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. If you went on
1: a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't the
2: road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada at participating McDonald's.
3: Alright, it's uh, Wednesday, Daytona Week. Obviously our last chance to get in the playoffs, so it'll be a big weekend. One thing I do during the week, uh, at least once uh, during the week, is uh, fulfill orders from fans. So, got our merchandise area set up here. Hoodies, t-shirts, kinda of all organized. Got different, different orders to, to fill out. Take to the post office and ship out to some cool fans. Going into the shop here, uh, do maintenance of uh, anything and everything up here, whether it be a lawnmower, a tractor, uh, hedge trimmers, or race cars. Just got their, their bikes, all the banners there from nationwide series wins and championships. Pretty cool little shop here. Going to uh, check in on the donkeys and the longhorns. Give the donkeys and carrots uh, that they love. So just kind of check in on them. Check on the new little longhorn that we had probably two weeks ago. Hello. Got a little strength workout. We'll do some pull-ups, dumbbell incline bench, some medicine ball slams, and very push-ups, toes to bars, jackknives, and some knee grabs. Just really get dialed in and ready for Daytona. Just drop the car off Concord Airport. Bus driver Chris, I'm going to ride down with him, fly back in with the team, hopefully after we win Daytona. Always had some pretty good luck when I end up driving to the racetrack, so road trip to Daytona, here it comes. We're getting close, we guys just got the car unloaded. I normally kind of check all my driver comfort things out. We got really good measurements of where my steering wheel, mirrors, everything go, but it's always nice just to double check so that you don't get on the car on pit road and kind of freak out. So uh, the guys got it ready to go, felt really good. And now we're gonna go through tech.
6: what's your mentality heading into this race, knowing that if you win it, you know, you make
3: playoffs. Yeah, it definitely could be a, a season-changing race, obviously, and we just gotta go out and, and make sure we're there at the end to, to have a shot at it. You know, we're definitely gonna have to do that tonight. Thank you. You're welcome. Come on in. Good luck today. Thank you. Hi. There you go, buddy. Have a good one. I'm ready to win Daytona playoff cutoff race. Hope y'all enjoy it. How fast are your phone Um, we'll be over 200, I think. How's it going, everyone? Right. Howdy, howdy. Converter. Oh, Logano. Man. That's all right. I'm just glad kids are fans. I don't care who they're fans are. All
2: right, fans, let's welcome Cricky
3: said house you. let's go. Let's go. How's it going? Hey, man. Good to have you with us here in Daytona.
2: Race Day. pick ahead.
3: It's always special to come back to a, a race that you've won before. Yeah, we're ready, man. Thank you. Now I'm gonna go, you know, just kind of see the guys, finalize our game plan, just double-check everything I can to make sure I'm, you know, prepared. Um, you know, no surprises going into the race tonight.
1: Welcome to Daytona. Anything can happen on this two-and-a-half-mile super speedway, and anyone can win. Take that and add the pressure of this being the last race before the playoffs, and that right there is a combination and a recipe for great racing tonight.
3: What's the plan tonight? How do you tackle this? I don't know. You can't just trot around in the back and expect to win either. So yeah. the problem is we all have the same mentality of just being aggressive go. and staying up front. You ready? Stick to our plan, John. Keep our track position. It looks like it's getting hairy. Roll out. See how it feels. See how it's driving. And kind of go
4: from there. If you need to adjust your wheel, they want you to adjust it on the back
2: stretch. 10-4. Hey, Ricky, if you're one of the cars in this field that if you win this race, you and your team get to continue on and run for this championship in the playoff. What's the strategy
3: tonight? I know my boys brought me a really, really good race car. No question about that. We've won here before. We know how to get it done. Just got to put all the cars together. One spot left
6: for the playoffs.
1: Great, great, great.
6: A great run for Ricky Stenhouse Jr. and that 47 team. Came to this race with one objective. We've got to win. If we pull out a miracle
1: win, we will find ourselves in the playoffs. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. looking for
7: a walk-off win here tonight. That would put him into the playoffs.
5: Win and you're in. We're driving okay. Plenty fast. Got more guys
4: moving to the top lane right here. Got to seize the opportunity
6: Doing,
4: all right, doing, it, please, doing great. Yeah, simple. Starting to get antsy. Oh, the big
3: crash! Mark Truex Jr. Truex gets turned. It gets a little bit of a bump in the right rear from the 47 car. 11 just kept hitting me there. Couldn't get off the 19.
5: Doesn't look bad from here.
3: Every time I didn't hit anybody that hard. Just a
5: little change direction. One spot left in the playoffs. Will it be on points or will we have a new winner? No way they can race like that that whole time. Will we see the big one to keep racing like this?
1: Be ready, be ready. All bets are off. We're in desperation mode.
2: Coming to three laps to go here. Big run for Chase Elliott. He goes up top to try to block. The 21 tries to go by the 9. They make contact the 9 into the wall. Stay where you're at. Stay where you're at. Come through. The 9 slides the 21 into the wall. He collects them in a big crash
7: happening. Well, we've got the big one, and we've got the caution. We've got Ricky
4: Stenhouse torn up. That's going to play havoc on his playoff hopes. How bad is it? Right sides are flat. Bad nose damage. Bad rear damage. The 48 car is the one that clipped you there. But...
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to get down, obviously. Ryan Blaney will see the checkered flag here at Daytona. Really good car, boys. It's going not work out sometimes. Well, it's was not exactly all according to plan, but for the most part, we were putting ourselves in the right positions. I was happy with the effort, happy with the car. You could tell we wanted to, to, to win this race, and we just came up short. Uh, just, uh, just a bummer. We'll... Uh,
4: yeah, you know, we'll go on. Boy, that is so cool. The drivers yep. allow us that access. We're going to be doing mm-hmm. that throughout the playoffs. Eric Almarola next week for the Southern 500. In fact, he'll be here on Motor Mouse next Wednesday. But it's terrific. The teams and drivers yep. are allowing that, us that access. And, and it, it's, it's a cool glimpse into you see what he does during
5: the week, his mm-hmm. workouts and, and, and all that. And by the way, all those donkeys that he have are named after other drivers, okay? Um, never mind. Yeah, yeah, so, that's So, fine, any, fine. so, so anyhow, but, but that's pretty cool. But what I found fascinating was this is a one-day show now. This yeah. is not something I grew up with. This is a one-day show. He gets to Daytona. He does his hospitality. He does everything. He gets to get in the car and adjust stuff, but that's about it. That's about, then they drop the green flag on a race that he needs to win. Um, and and it was a lot of pressure. Uh, they put a lot of faith in going there and winning that race and moving forward, but, um, doesn't always work out that way, but that, the the
4: access that he gave us and his comments, they were, it was raw emotion, man. That's, That's good stuff. And again, Eric Almarola, beginning of the playoffs, he'll be behind the scenes this week for the Southern 500. When we come back, who's going to be in the championship four? We'll give you our picks of who <laughs> will race for the title in Phoenix. Kyle studied it all day long, so all make day. sure you stick around. All day.
2: Justin, and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Mark Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack.
1: Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem
2: of a detour. Okay, Motorbouts fans, Jason Wagan here. We'll give you an update for the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship. Closing in on the series finale, only two rounds to go. The 250 class, which you consider the developmental league before the premier 450 division, has been a season-long struggle between New York's Justin Cooper and the 18-year-old Australian Jett Lawrence. Mid-season, it looked like it was Cooper's title to lose, but Jet Lawrence has come on very strong as of late, and today he swept the motos for the first time and retook the points lead from Cooper. In the 450 division, Eli Tomac, the three-time champion, has won the race for the first time this year, but it might be too little too late because Dylan Ferrandis, with second place today maintains a solid points cushion. And again, only two races to go. Consecutive Saturdays in California will have the coverage on NBCSN and see if Ferrandis can become the first Frenchman to win this 450 title since 1991.
4: Appreciate it, Jason. That's the motocross schedule, man. It's a busy week across the board at NBC Sports with all the motorsports we have going on. Not only motocross, but we also have Darlington all weekend long, Saturday and Sunday, Darlington action with the Xfinity Series on Saturday, Cup Series on Sunday. You want to make sure you check out everything we have yes. going on at NBC SN this weekend, NBC Sports. All right, time to look at the playoff grid one more mm. time for the Cup Series. And I tell you what, the one thing that jumps out to me, guys, when you look at the playoff grid it is tight. I mean, Kyle Larson, Kyle, yeah. kind of jumped out there. And remember in the years past, you'd have two or three guys that had a lot of points this year? I mean, my goodness, it's it slammed from third to 15th. It's tight all the way through this yeah, grid. Remember when we talked about the big three? Yeah, I remember big that. big three,
5: they're winning all that. There's the big one this it, there's year, the and the that's kind of when, when you look at it, and, and, and I said it in our call today, when you look at this, and you look at Kyle Larson uh, with 2,052 and second place, 2,024, Last year, if you go back and look at it, the guy with 24 or in the 15, 20, yeah. 20 uh, points, he was back about fifth or sixth. I mean, it, it was it, so it's so tight, man. You you look at it. There's 12, 13, 14 points. That is one stage. That's one stage. One stage at Darlington, and you can be 14th or 15th, and all of a sudden you're second in the points after we finish hmm. one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And because stage points are going to be so critical. And I found that interesting listening to Kurt Bush where he said you got sneaky drivers like Reddick and Harvey yeah. who stage point race and are going to do that. And that's how they're going to move forward. That's going to be interesting to see who goes all out, who gets stage points.
1: Yeah, normally we start talking about every point matters after we get through this first round because most of the time it's, it's separated enough for those drivers that are uh, sitting right now, what would be outside of that top twelve. But I don't think you can do that now because things are too tight. All all it takes is a a flat tire at the wrong time of one of these races at the end of the race in particular. uh, And and all of a sudden you lose 10, 12 spots and uh, it might just be one point that keeps you from moving on. So I think even predicting who those four are that are going to be left out after these first three races is probably the most difficult this year. And and Kevin Harvick. Uh, could very well be one of those. I know these are good racetracks for him, uh, but that team just has not performed all that well. Uh, so I think there might be some surprises when we finish at Bristol on that Saturday night.
4: All right, we want to hear from you guys. 844 NASCAR NBC, who's in your championship for? Before. before we get to all that, though, I want to run past a couple of drivers, past you guys. Pop quiz. You ready, Kyle? Pop quiz. Uh, Kevin Harvick, does his team turn it around? DJ, I want to hear your thoughts as well on all these drivers. Harvick, are does you he asking turn it around? Asking you.
5: They, they, they didn't turn it around in the first 26. What makes me think they're going to turn around in the, in the last 10? I mean, I, I'm just, I'm being honest. I mean, I, I, I look at, and I'm looking at, at, the, at the points here and looking at the sheet. Even the, even, you know, with the exception of Ryan Blaney, who's mm-hmm. won three races and is second in points, you look at Joey and Brad. The Fords are just not performing this year as a group, as a group. And of those Fords, Kevin Harvick and the Stuart Haas team has been the worst team. Uh, at the worst Ford organization so no I I don't see some miracle I don't see the Tony Stewart where he said I don't even deserve to be in the playoffs and then he goes on and wins five (laughs) races and wins a championship I don't see that happening for Tony Stewart and Stewart Haas racing
1: yeah I'll agree I think this is gonna be a struggle and, and I think Harvick will get out of this first round because of his experience uh that yes. he yes. knows how to handle this situation better than anyone else and he will uh get those valuable stage points uh i think rodney will will put him uh his driver in that position to be able to capitalize understanding that each point is so valuable i don't know that uh, that they'll go further than that but uh I, I believe just experience alone and the championship caliber driver that kevin harvick is is the reason he moves forward
4: Kyle, Denny Hamlin in the mix every week. They have not been able to convert for a win. Does it happen in the playoffs? Well, everybody ups their game in the playoffs. Uh, we, we know that.
5: Um, and, and if everybody ups it the same, then he's the, no. Then he's going to struggle a little bit. You know what I mean? Because he had shots the first of the year to win races and didn't capitalize. Although I do have Hamlin going to my final four. <laughs> okay. I, I, okay. I will say that. So I, I think they stay pretty much where they're at. Just that consistent top two, top three, top four, top five. Uh, But he's got to
4: break out of that if he's going to be the champion. DJ, do you see Denny Hamlin advancing far?
1: Uh, I I actually do. And I'm not sure that there's a driver of these 16 that this first round matches up better for. Uh, uh, Darlington. Uh, Richmond and Bristol. Uh, He's outstanding at all of these racetracks, so I think this is the the layup, easy round for him. And things get a little bit more difficult from that that time. But um, look for Denny Hamlin to step up. At you know what Kyle said about Harvick. How are you going to if you didn't win the first twenty six? How are you going to figure it out in ten? But Hamlin was close enough at times that I believe he does that.
4: All right, time for our championship four predictions because we're running out of time. Kyle, who did you have in your championship for? Do you remember? Or do you want me to tell you who you wrote down? Well,
5: listen, listen. <laughs> um, I asked somebody in my ear to remind me all right. when, when I sent it. I got it. I got it. All I right. got Larson, Logano, Hamlin, and Truex. Okay. Okay. Very um, good. And, and I, I just think, you know, I, I've got Larson just because of what they've done all year long. Logano, because they are a team that will step up. Joey Logano is a driver that will step up. Uh, Truex... Um, I, we just talked about Denny, but Truex, I, I just did a, a coffee with Kyle with Truex, and there's something about Martin Truex right now. Uh, when you look at him, when you talk to him, the confidence that he has in that team, uh, I think
4: this is, They he said that we're starting, we're ready. DJ, who do you have for your championship for?
1: Yes, yeah, quite a bit different than that right there. Uh, I think we'll uh, have <laughs> Larson as the only one that, that we have. Uh, the, the same, uh, but I put Chase Elliott in there. Uh, I, I was so impressed with what Chase did last year. And even though he struggled at times this year, I think that they put things together uh, in that. Uh, Kyle Bush, I don't think you can count this guy out. Um, hmm. uh, every round, There are are tracks. If he's going to have a problem, it's going to be in that second round, probably, uh, where you go to Vegas, uh, Talladega, and then the Roval. Especially the Talladega and the Roval uh, have given him a little, a few issues. But um, I I think that he makes it on. Uh, And then my my one maybe upset is Ryan Blaney. Uh, you, You can't overlook confidence and a little bit uh, of momentum. And I think that Ryan Blaney is going to be, he's kind of the Chase Elliott uh, from last year. Blaney's that person that I put in there that could possibly upset everything.
4: DJ, I really need some help uh, because when I made my championship four predictions, you'll never believe it. Unknowingly. I picked the same four drivers as Kyle Petty. And I think that's a sign of something in your life. I'm not quite sure, but that's the same exact four drivers
5: Listen, that's Kyle. Help me, DJ. Dale knows Dale knows. if you work with me long enough, I'll bring you down to my level. Okay, I will bring you down to my level.
4: I, I had the same rationale you had, though. I like what Truex, I like how the tracks lay out for Truex. I like certainly Kyle Larson. I like Denny Hamlin and uh, certainly like Joey Logano as well. Uh, and I, I just think that could wind up being your yeah. championship four. I bet it all it, great
1: minds think alike, Mark.
4: <laughs> no, I am going
5: to say, and, and, and Dale nailed it uh, early when he started talking about it, and, and And we talk about this group. It is so hard to pick. Yeah. It is so hard because there are things, as we look at Alex Bowman, as we look at William Byron and the consistency that he's had, you look at, at Brad Keslowski, he's just as liable to flip a switch and turn his whole year around. And Kurt Busch, you know, he's just wanting to finish right. on a high note there. So there's so many of these guys. It, it's it's a wild card. This is a wild playoff. All right, running out
4: of time. Give me your championship pick. My Uber championship champion. pick. My championship pick is Martin Truex. Wow, Martin Truex. love I'm it. I'm telling you, I just that's it. DJ, who you got?
1: Uh, I'm going to go with the favorite, Kyle Larson. What a season, and and I just think it's his time to get that first championship.
4: I wonder if Kyle Larson, like Phoenix, could be a little kryptonite for Kyle Larson. I don't know. Maybe not. But I'm going to go with Joey Logano (laughs) because I thought they were so good. What? Yeah. Have you said, listen, only a, I, I only a White Claw is, is kryptonite for Kyle Larson, okay?
5: That, that's, all, that's all that he has. There is no kryptonite for Kyle Larson I was going to ask, is there any weakness
4: in their game? I don't think they are. White Claw is kryptonite for Parker Klingerman. Oh, okay, so, got you, got you. You got him confused there. You got him confused. I'm going with Logano. Anyway, we'll see you guys from Darlington this weekend. Look forward to seeing you this weekend for the Southern 500 on Sunday.